0: Good morning. I've talked a lot about the new state park we're getting in northwestern Loudoun, but last week we got a different new park just west of Middleburg. For Wednesday, May 1st, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Loudoun County Commuter Services has ways to keep your wheels turning and keep you cheerful. There are commuter buses from park and ride lots to destinations in Arlington, the Pentagon, Crystal City, and Washington, D.C., or a Metro Connection bus can drop you off at Wheely Reston East Metro Rail Station to hop on the Silver Line. Or local buses can get you from Leesburg to Ashburn and Sterling, from Sterling to Reston, or just around the town of Leesburg for only a dollar. To learn more about these or find a carpool or vanpool, visit loudoun.gov slash commute or call 703 771 5-6-6-5. Let's go! Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. On Friday, Nova Parks celebrated the opening of Mount Defiance Historic Park just west of Middleburg and kicked off fundraising for a new endowment fund to support the preservation and operation of five historic sites associated with Civil War battles. All five sites are tied to battles in 1863, in the early days of the Gettysburg Campaign. At Mount Defiance, newly installed trail markers walk visitors through the Battle of Middleburg, the second of three battles fought between Aldi and Upperville in June 1863, as General Jeb Stuart worked to keep the United States from detecting the Army of Northern Virginia's march down the Shenandoah Valley to to invade Pennsylvania. The park includes a building that was a tavern at the time, a blacksmith shop, and a portion of the original Zula Road that played an important role in the troop movements at that battle. The American Battlefield Trust bought the property and gave it to Nova Parks to manage as a historic site. In addition to the newly installed signs, the park will be home to a new 3,000-pound granite war monument dedicated to the 17 members of the 1st Maine Cavalry killed during the battles of Aldi, Middleburg, and Upperville over five days. The celebration last Friday included a tour by historian Rich Gillespie, who helped design the interpretive signs. He said researchers are still learning about the war and there's progress being made to preserve historic sites. At Mount Defiance, southern forces set up on the ridges as fighting broke out in the streets of Middleburg, where United States batteries had taken position. Gillespie said the fight took place on a steamy Friday, with temperatures climbing to 98 degrees and humid. It was the second largest cavalry battle ever fought in the U.S. Only Brandy Station 10 days earlier was larger. More than a 1,000 people were involved in the day-long clash, which saw the war's first mounted carbine attacks. The first Maine unleashed their new multi-shot, breech-loaded carbine weapons while they charged through Confederate lines. Ultimately, Stewart's forces were pushed westward to another ridgeline, and a violent thunderstorm put an end to the day's fighting. Two days later, those forces battled again near Upperville. Stewart was successful in keeping General Robert E. Lee's troop movements hidden from the U.S. Since then, except for a few signs and a section of Route 50, the area around the battlefield has changed little over the past 150 years. The park is designed to let visitors explore the grounds on their own, but Gillespie hopes to have volunteer guides there at least once a month. In addition to Mount Defiance, Mount Zion, and the Mill, Nova Parks owns and maintains the Battle of Upperville Goose Creek Historic Park and the Gilbert's Corner Historic Park in that quarter. To help operate and improve the parks and potentially expand preservation efforts, Nova Parks has worked with the Community Foundation of Northern Virginia to establish the 1863 Fund in hopes of creating a permanent endowment for the programs. For more information about that, email novaparks at nvrpa.org or call 703-352-5900. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, for the second time in two weeks, the town of Middleburg has heard a proposal to renovate and take over the historic Asbury Church. Last week, Ryan Michelle, the owner of Loudon Construction, proposed buying the property for $50,000, which is nearly $100,000 less than its appraised value, and using the 190-year-old church building as the main office for his restoration company. Michelle, a member of the Unison Preservation Society Board of Directors, said his company would strive to protect the historic character of the building. He also said Loudon Construction has outgrown the space it's been leasing for the last four years in the building next door. Within six months, he said, his company could repair the exterior of the building, install an historical marker in front of the property with information about the church, determine the feasibility of extending the sidewalk past the church, install a front step and stoop area, and install one or two gravel parking spaces near the building. He said he would also be willing to host community events at the property. This proposal comes two weeks after Pastor Michelle Thomas, the president of the Loudoun NAACP and founder and CEO of the Loudoun Freedom Center, presented a different proposal to the town council. In her case, she's not offering to buy the property, but propose the town give the property to her organization for free. Loudon Freedom Center would restore the property and use it to establish an African-American museum, which would be a place for the community to learn about the area's black history. It would also include a place of worship, a wedding venue, and a community center. She said that would take 18 to 24 months to complete. The Asbury Church was established in 1829 and was used as a Methodist Episcopal church until the mid-1850s when a larger church was built on Washington Street. From 1857 to 1860, the church building was used as a storehouse, government depot, and hospital for Confederate and Union soldiers. In 1864, a year before enslaved people in America were freed, the white congregation donated the church to the Black Methodist Episcopal Congregation, making it the first African-American church in Middleburg. It was renovated in the 1880s and was used continually until the congregation merged with the Willisville United Methodist Church in 1994. The town purchased the property in December 2014 and in August 2017 paid Cochrane Stone Masonry $174,000 to install a new roof on the building and perform renovations to stabilize the structure. It's the oldest surviving church building in the town and is eligible for listing on the Virginia Landmarks Register and the National Register of Historic Places. The Loudoun County Combined Fire Rescue System has taken possession of the new 18,000-square-foot Kirkpatrick Fire and Rescue Station, according to a report to the Board of Supervisors Finance Committee. The department is now moving equipment and crews into the new station south of Braddock Road and west of Loudoun County Parkway. Department of Transportation and Capital Infrastructure Director Joe Crobuth said the department is planning a formal ribbon-cutting. The station was delayed in 2018 when the county found the contractor, Warner Construction, had been behind schedule for months and that its work was not of acceptable quality. The county fired that contractor. Meanwhile, bids closed on March 21st for the new 18,500-square-foot Luckett's Volunteer Fire and Rescue Station. In the coming months, the Board of Supervisors is expected to award a contract to build that new station. And a proposal for a 100-unit independent living center in the town of Middleburg has been shut down. Last week, the town council unanimously voted uh, in agreement with the planning commission's recommendation not to amend the town's comprehensive plan to allow that project. The amendment would have added independent living as an allowable use in the agricultural conservancy district, which would have given real estate developer Dan Orlick the chance to apply for a permit to build an independent living facility off Route 50 at the eastern edge of town. The town council agreed that that proposal was inconsistent not only with the purposes of the Agricultural Conservancy Zoning District, but also with the will and vision of the people of Middleburg based on public input. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, it's karaoke on the beach in downtown Leesburg. It's from 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. on the Tiki Stage at the beach at McDowell Brew Kitchen tonight. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at GetOutLoudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, perform the theme song at a talent show in a senior living community. to Tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.